Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying Hosea, the Prophet Hosea, chapter 11, that's Parak Yud Aleph. And this is Saul Weinreb, the host for the podcast. And today we are continuing on the theme of the last several chapters, where God laments the, the wonderful potential and beauty of the relationship between him and Israel, often referred to as Ephraim, the the most significant tribe of the ten northern tribes um and unfortunately the fact that they abused that potential and they could have been so successful and have such a wonderful relationship with god but instead they turned away so we're continuing on that theme um in this chapter Uh, before i read chapter 11 i want to go back to chapter 10, verse um, 9, because when I read it in the last um, podcast, I wasn't clear. I, I think it, was, it came out a little jumbled, so I'd like to just correct it. Uh, in verse 9 in chapter 10 read, Mimeha Giva, from the days of Giva, which was from the days of that terrible sin which occurred in Giva, the sin of the concubine that happened in um, the tribe of Benjamin, Chatas Yisrael. That sin was is, is, is given, it's kind of like the, the paradigm, the ultimate example of how low and how base the people had become. Sham Amadu. So, so, so from those days, the people have already been sinning. Sham Amadu. There they have, um, they have stood. They have stood in sin. And then the, the last part of the Pasuk reads as follows, Lo tasigem bagiva milchama al b'nei alva. And this is read, according to the Radak, this is read kind of like a, um, a little bit of almost sarcasm, where it says, should it not reach them war, in other words, should they not be destroyed in Giva, in this terrible place where they sinned so terribly, should it not reach them war, on the peop- a war against the people who have committed such sin. Anyway, that was uh, chapter 10, verse 9. I wanted to um, uh, just correct that because it wasn't read properly in the last podcast. But now let's go ahead to, to chapter 11, which is the topic of today's broad, uh, podcast. And um, again, God is going to talk about how wonderful the relationship was once upon a time, back in the beginning, because Israel was a young boy and I loved him so much. Um, and, I, and I loved him so much back then. And I called my son, my young son, I called him out of Egypt. Back then, there was so much love between me and the people and between the people and me and 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 I called him out of Egypt and I and I set them on such a wonderful path. Karulahem. They were called. They were called to by God from Egypt. However, and Cain Holchumipnehem. However, in this as much as they were called, they decided to turn away. They decided to choose their own path. And Labaolamizabehu and they ended up sacrificing to the idols, to the Baalim, Velapsilimi Katerun, and they ended up bringing incense to the, to the um, images, the Psilim, the images of, of idols. 
but I says God, I was so had such a close relationship. I was so together with Ephraim with them. Despite the fact that they were turning away, I stayed with them. I took them on in my arms. I carried them in my hands. And they did not know or they did not acknowledge that I was there to heal them. I was there to help them. In, with human bonds, bonds of, of closeness, bonds of friendship, I pulled them, not with the kind of bonds that one pulls an animal, not with that kind of leash, but with human bonds, and with chains, with um, attachments of love. I related to them. But they, to them, I appeared as if I was putting a yoke upon their 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 jaws. In other words, they treated me as if I was a burden while I was really there to help them. The at while I was the one who was giving them food, they acted as if I was the one who was forcing them to work. Lo Yoshuv El Eretz Mitzrayim. Um the the Radak understands this as meaning they should not return to the land of Egypt. Although they did, they turned to the land of Egypt for help rather than to me, as we've seen numerous times. The Ashur Humalko, and in the end, what happened? Ashur Assyria became his king rather than me. Why? Because they refused to repent, they refused to come back to me. That was verse 5. Now let's see verse 6. And what was the end result? Because they turned away, despite all that I did for them and with them. A sword shall land in their cities. And their badov here means their, the um, appendages uh, or the branches or the limbs will will end and they will become consumed because of all of their schemes and because of all of their their evil ideas and, and their evil uh, plans. This is verse 7. And my nation have become suspended from in from returning to me. Rather than return to me, they've 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 got themselves stuck in this in this in this uh, situation of 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 um, corruption. Even though they were called up, we've had this language al several times in Hosea. Al meaning they were called up to something much better. However, Yachad lo Yeramim together, all of them together, they refused to come up. They refused to come up to me, but rather they decided to stay down and stuck in their in their ways. Uh, verse 8, But here God is saying, I, there was so much love between us. There was so much potential there. And now I'm talking about destroying you. God doesn't want this to happen. He says, how could it be that I am going to give you up, Ephraim? This word could sometimes mean to shield, but it also means, like as in the language, it also means to hand over. How can I hand you over, Israel, to the enemies? How can I turn you like we, the towns in the way back in the beginning of Genesis, the destruction of Sodom, Sodom, and Amora, Gomorrah, and Adma Utsvoyim, 
Those were the towns that were destroyed. How can I destroy you like I destroyed Adma? How can I make you the, the, your fate to be like the fate of Tzvoyim? Um, my heart, the heart which I just said before that I was going to allow sword and destruction to come, my heart has turned over. Now I'm remembering that love that I had. Uh, my, 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 my love, my concern, my care, my kindness has been stirred within me. I don't want to destroy you. How could I do this? How could God is, is saying, I don't want this to happen. I don't want something this bad to happen. I will not do as my anger tells me to do. I will not come back to completely destroy Ephraim. I will not allow Israel to completely be destroyed. I am a God. I am not man. Man might be capable of such complete and utter destruction, but as God, I still have mercy on the people. I still remember that relationship I had in the beginning. There is holiness within you. I will not come at Be'ir, as does not mean in the city, as ear sometimes means, but here be ear from language of bet ayin resh of destruction. I will not come as a complete destroyer. There will be redemption. I will bring them back. After God, they will come. They will end up in exile. They will end up in Assyria. But they will follow God back, and God will roar like a lion. Because he will roar. And he will shake up all of his children from the far out places where they are. The far out places, Miam also could mean in the western, western direction. But the people, as they are lost, as they are out there, they will hear the roar of God. And as it said, and they will follow God back. They will uh, shake and 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 fly like a bird from the places where they are, whether that's Egypt, Uchiona, and like a, a dove, they will fly Meretz Ashur from the land of Assyria. And I will return them to their homes. So says God. Thank you so much for studying chapter 11 with me. Looking forward to studying chapter 12.